resuelve este tema para el candidato. Máster en inglés profesional de Baugan. Infórmese en el 911-333-5833. Let's get random. Random. Welcome to the Let's Get Random show. Happy Monday. Welcome to Von Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in and deciding to spend this hour with me. As always, I really, really appreciate it. And I think it's a fantastic way to start the week together. And I know that Mondays are the day where we kind of get back on track and restart our routine. As always, I think Mondays can be a great opportunity to start any particular change that we want to make in our lives, start a new routine, maybe improve something that we do every day. I think psychologically, Monday is like the beginning of the year, right? The beginning of the week, the beginning of the month. Psychologically, it can be a good turning point for us to start again, start fresh. And I think personally, I love to have this consideration of Monday instead of, oh no, I'm starting again. Here we go again. <laughs> kind of mentality, which can be a little bit depressing, uh, especially when the weekend ends and the week begins. I think we should maybe try to change the narrative, as I always say, and consider it just an excuse for a new beginning instead of, oh no, it's a new beginning. Here we go again saying, oh yeah, it's a new beginning. Let's go. Let's do it again. And get very excited about all of the things that we're going to do during the week. I think the problem very often is that Well, number one, we forget to focus on all of those exciting things that we love to do during the week and we focus on the things that we don't want to do. And so we ignore what really makes us happy and what really makes us feel good. Or second of all, in many cases, we don't prioritize doing things that we enjoy during the week so that we can be excited for the new week that is coming. So in either of those cases, the priority should always be making time. It's not going to be every day all the time, but making time to do things that really makes us happy. And it doesn't have to be something super crazy. Maybe it's just taking a bath on Wednesday or going for a nice walk with your friends on Thursday or maybe going for a coffee on Monday afternoon. Whatever it is, but something that can make you excited and say, oh, this week is going to be great because I am doing this on this day or I have plans for this tomorrow or whatever. And it really makes a difference. And in many cases, as I said, maybe we do those things, but we don't remember them. We don't think about them. We don't focus on them. There is a little exercise that I love to use as an example with this, which is 
you can do this at home right now, wherever you are. I'm going to ask you to look around you and try to look for things that are red. So try to find things around you that are red. I'm going to give you a few seconds. Okay, now you can perfectly tell me some of those things, right, that are red. If I ask you, okay, so what did you see? You can probably give me a a list of things. Now, what if I ask you, can you tell me the things around you that are brown? Are you able to tell me something that is brown around you without looking? No, because you were focusing on the red, right? You weren't focusing on the brown. Our brain cannot focus on everything at the same time. It's a, it's an efficiency mechanism that our brain has because with all the information that is constantly happening around you, we can, we have the ability to perceive all of that information, smells, touch, um, visual things, noise. We have the capability, but it would be impossible to focus on all of that at the same time. So our brain has to be efficient and it has to focus on the things that are actually relevant for us. So our brain is going to focus on the things that we tell it to focus on. So if you're constantly telling your brain, oh, no, I have to do this and I have to do that. And every Monday morning you review the list of things that you don't want to do. That's what you're going to be focusing on during that week. And at the end of the week, you're going to be like, oh, my God, I've had a horrible week. It was so difficult. It was so exhausting because that was where your focus was during the week. Now, if at the beginning of the week you go through the list of things that you are excited to do, comes the end of the week and you're going to be so satisfied because your brain is going to remember all of those things that you were focusing on. And even though you probably did a lot of things that you didn't enjoy, your brain is going to be like, oh, no, but we did this and we made time for this and we focus on this. And it does make a difference. So, again, it's about gaining that conscious action to choose where we want our focus to be. And I know it sounds very stupid and very simple, but it's something that we don't do, unfortunately, because we don't think it's going to be relevant. We don't think it's going to have a real effect, but it definitely does. It definitely does. And it's something that I remember I started doing a while ago without even noticing because I realized that how much better it made me feel. And based on that, that's when I decided to do it in a more conscious way. And of course, I still don't do it sometimes, which is okay. And very often you have so much on your plate that it's kind of difficult to focus on the good things. Or maybe maybe you're going through a phase where... You're not doing many exciting things and that's okay and you have to be gentle with yourself. But in many cases, we have the option. We do have the option and we just don't take it because we don't even realize. So this is just your little reminder to change that focus and 
change the narrative, especially at the beginning of the week. So starting today, you can change the narrative, change the story so that you can decide how your week is going to go. Don't let it be out of your control because it isn't. It isn't out of our control. The way that we live and experience is completely in our control. Everything else, what people do, what happens, what exists around us is is not in our control and that's okay and that's a fact. But there is something very, very important, very basic, which is in our control and that is the way we decide to experience, excuse me, a reality that is present in our lives. So this is your invitation <laughs> to do that with me. By the way, I have received several messages, um, especially after I did a show talking about nutrition. I can't remember when it was, but I received a couple of emails which were kind of similar. I can't remember exactly the words, but I, I remember those emails. And I said, okay, I'm going to try to remember next week to speak a little bit about that because I see that uh, some people are interested, which I makes me very happy. You know, I, I always think that maybe it's not something that you'll find interesting. Of course, I'm sure that among all of the people that listen to the show, some people are going to be interested more interested in some things than others, but I have to kind of, <laughs> I try to cover as many, as many topics as I can. Of course, topics that I love and find very fascinating, which is what I usually cover on the show. But I received a few questions about some examples and some ideas, some inspiration for everyday eating, meaning how I manage to eat healthy or what I try to do every day to keep a healthy diet. Now, as I said, I did a show about this. I mean, not ex- not specifically about this, but I was trying to cover a few things. And I did that last week, if I remember correctly, maybe the week before. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, it's very annoying, guys, because I cannot tell you exactly when I spoke about something, but you can try to find the show. It wasn't very long ago, so in the last couple of weeks. And there is a lot of information there about some of the things that I recommend. Again, as I always say, I'm not an expert. I'm just a fan <laughs> of nutrition, and it's something that I love to do research on. As always, if you want to find any relevant information, I always recommend, for me, the biggest reference is Michael Dr. Greger. Sorry, Dr. Michael Greger. <laughs> um, he's amazing and he's in charge of the webpage nutritionfacts.org, which is amazing because it's a non-profit webpage and he's constantly including different articles, different research on there. I love it. And every time I have a doubt about something, about a particular food or nutrient, I always check there and there is always an article or a video explaining that topic. So you can look for something super specific or super general and he's the expert. So you can find information on there. 
I always advise that the sources that you try to find don't have a bias behind them because yeah, I just find that nowadays there's so much information and so much bias and I always trust experts, doctors in particular, because they, they're not only experts in nutrition, so they're usually doctors specialized in nutrition. Not any doctor knows about nutrition. That's something that I don't think people realize that doctors, when they study at university, they don't study nutrition. I think they have like one subject in the whole entire degree where they study some nutrition. So unless they specialize in nutrition, they don't receive this information, which I think is something that should be different. But, you know, that's my personal opinion. And so I I like to follow doctors that are specialized in nutrition because they usually use nutrition to treat their patients. And I'm a strong believer in what Hippocrates said let food be thy medicine. Deja que la comida sea tu medicina. I'm a strong believer in that. And I'm not saying that modern medicine is not useful. Of course, in many cases, it has been life-changing for many people. But when it comes to daily problems that we have, it's always the best idea to look at the food that you're consuming before you start treating it with synthetic medicine. But that's my view. And then, of course, if it's something out of that range, then you can consider, of course, using medicine. I'm talking about daily things, little problems that arise on a daily basis. Pequeños problemitas que surgen de manera diaria. So he's a perfect example of this, Dr. Michael Greger. And I love the fact that everything that he does is just because he wants to spread information and he believes that every human being should have access to this information. And that's why his page is non-profit. So he doesn't advertise anything on there. He doesn't get paid for that. So that's why I I specifically trust that page. If you want to find uh, online information, there are many, many books as well that you can follow, that you can read, sorry. But if you want to find the information online, that is for me the best resource to use. So as you know, I prioritize uh, plants in my diet. But of course, I'm not saying that this is what you have to do. You can do whatever you want. Uh, this is just my recommendation and what I have found to be extremely healthy for me. And I have seen many people also um, having a very healthy lifestyle with this. So some recommendations, daily recommendations that I have for you are, well, I wanted to mention something that I read about the other day in an article and I thought it was very interesting because I highly agree with all of it. And they were talking about the three F's, las tres F's, the three F's. The first F stands for fasting. Now, fasting is ayuno. There is a very popular trend at the moment, which is intermittent fasting. And it's basically not eating for several hours and then having a window where you eat um all of your calories. Now, I see that in some cases, this kind of practice is a little bit too much. 
So I'm not talking about that practice in particular. I'm not talking about intermittent fasting. I'm talking about the fact that it is necessary for our body to fast. It doesn't have to be extremely exact. It doesn't have to be this formula that we have to follow. It means that our body needs time to rest from digestion. So if you are eating constantly and you eat right before you go to bed and right after you wake up, you're not giving your body enough time to rest. Our digestive system needs to recover for a few hours. Now, I would say that the recommended amount and a realistic amount would be around 12 hours, which is doable. It's factible. It's doable because if you don't have dinner super late, if you try to eat dinner at least two or three hours before you go to bed and then you give yourself an hour after you wake up to have breakfast, you probably have those 12 hours in between those meals. Ya, ya tienes las 12 horas entre, entre esas dos comidas. So I'm saying 12 hours, but I'm just saying that you cannot do like, I don't know, six or eight hours. That's not enough. Now, the problem or the most important aspect about this is the microbiome. So the microbiome, guys, is the, in Spanish we say microbiota. The microbiome is essentially the bacteria that exists in our gut, la bacteria, las bacterias que, que existen en nuestras entrañas, en nuestras tripas, um, that are in charge of breaking all of the food so that the digestion can be as easy as possible. Now, what happens is that if we don't have, if we don't keep a varied diet, some of those bacteria are going to disappear because the bacteria that exist in the microbiome, they need to eat each of them has to eat a different nutrient so that they can stay alive and they can work properly. So that's why it is very, very important to eat as many varieties of food as possible. Now, of course, I'm not saying with this, this is a very dangerous thing to say because people might think, oh, well, but in this case, I have to eat hamburgers and I have to eat hot dogs and I have to eat cake because my microbiome needs <laughs> to eat a, a, a lot of things. You know, they it needs to eat everything. Well, not necessarily. Of course, we're going to focus on healthy, healthy food. So, for example, when we look at vegetables, yeah, it is very important to eat vegetables, but it's also very important to eat a wide variety of vegetables so that we make sure that we are including all of the minerals, all of the vitamins, all of the essential nutrients that are present in each vegetable because not all of them have the same amount of nutrients. So a very good book that you can read if you're interested in this, it's called Fiber Fueled by Dr. Will Bulsewick. Oh my God. I, I can't pronounce his, I can't pronounce his name, guys. It's, uh, but if you look, um, if you look up Fiber Fueled, you will find, I think 
he has a couple of books. One of them is an explanatory book with all of theory and all of the information about it. And then he also released, I think last year or so, he released a cookbook with examples of recipes where you can include a wide variety of, of vegetables if you need some information. But he explains this very, very well. He's a doctor specialized in microbiome and how important it is to include a variety of foods in your diet. So going back to fasting, our microbiome needs to relax. They, it also needs to recover and clean itself before you start the digestive process again. So that's why it is important to leave a few hours of your day without eating anything. I mean, of course, drink water, stay hydrated, but give your body some time to recover. And as I said, if you try to have dinner a couple of hours before you go to bed and you wait an hour or two before you have breakfast, that's more than enough to give your body enough time to recover and clean itself. So that can be a good uh, thing to do. It's something that I try to keep in mind because it is extremely beneficial. The next F is fiber guys. There is a serious problem <laughs> in our in our society with fiber. I have to say, we're very lucky in Mediterranean countries because we eat very well, I have to say, and we consume a lot of fiber in our diet. However, I'm talking from a general point of view and in case that you don't really follow a very Mediterranean lifestyle because unfortunately we are receiving loads of influence from America with all the fast food and instant food and processed food. And it has had an impact not only on Mediterranean countries, but also in Asia, they have seen a great downfall in people's health since they have been introducing more fast food chains and more fast food um, diets in in their country. So we're very lucky in that way, but there is a serious problem with the with the fiber intake in our society. We don't eat enough fiber. And again, going back to the microbiome, it is so important to eat enough fiber so our digestion can function properly. There's so many people with digestive problems, so many people that don't go to the bathroom every day, that uh, feel very uncomfortable after they eat. They cannot eat uh, too much because they feel very heavy. And that is because usually the food that we're eating doesn't have any fiber. So, of course, if you want to eat fiber reach food you have to go for vegetables legumes beans um grains like rice and pasta quinoa etc so all of those foods are going to have very high fiber levels or oh, fruit as well extremely rich in fiber so it is very important to include as much fiber as we can. And also going back to fasting, the best food to eat to break your fast, that's where the word breakfast, breakfast comes from. De ahí viene la palabra desayuno en inglés. En español también, desayuno. 
paras el ayuno. You stop, you break the fast, break fast. So the first food that you should be eating should have high fiber content. So something like a bowl of fruit or some toast with tomato, some uh, oatmeal, avena, you know, different foods that have that that rich levels of, of fiber is extremely important. People are very, very worried about protein nowadays. It's the thing that everyone's speaking about, protein, protein. And yes, it is important if you're trying to become very athletic, if you're trying to grow muscle, if you're trying to, you know, have that active lifestyle, that is great. But people are forgetting about fiber, which is actually what, I mean, eating enough protein is relatively easy. Loads of food have protein and people like food with protein in in it. So that's not a problem, but the problem comes with fiber. And that's when we start having problems with digestion. And that's why we, you know, start having real problems and we can generate a real issue long term. So make sure that you're eating enough fiber. And of course, the last F is fitness which we all know it is very important to do a little bit of exercise. 30 minutes a day is more than enough. So uh, I thought it was very interesting, this three Fs, because they're a little bit more specific than usual. Of course, exercise is always going to be there because it is important, but fasting and fiber, super important things to remember. Anyway, guys, we have to take a quick break. So I will continue after the break sharing with you some of the recipes that I like to include in my diet. And I will be right back. Es estresante, es exigente, pero es muy divertido y la gente es estupenda. La gente, los voluntarios son alucinantes. Yo he flipado con ellos. Yo, gente muy, muy comprometida con, en ayudarnos y han tratado de hacer todo lo posible porque nos sintamos bien y, y han colaborado mucho. Augan Town es un programa intensivo de inmersión en España, específicamente diseñado para que hables y hables y hables inglés con nativos durante seis días sin escapatoria. Augan Town es lo mejor para que consolides tu confianza con el idioma y tu comprensión auditiva sin clases. Infórmate ya en el 911335833 o en grupoaugan.com. Tus hijos no saben que les encanta el inglés hasta que los traigas a Baugan. Tus hijos van a descubrir que el inglés es su asignatura favorita gracias a los cursos intensivos de nuestra línea junior. ¿Por qué? Porque nuestras clases no son clases de academia al uso, nada de ejercicios aburridos. Las clases de Baugan para niños son clases divertidas en las que hablan inglés todo el rato y además lo pasan de maravilla. Apúntales a unas clases de inglés que les encantarán. Apúntalos a los intensivos de Baugan. Junior. Más información en el 911335832 o en grupobaugan.com. How do you say enamorarse in English? Fall in love. To fall in love. With Vaughn, you will fall in love with the teacher and with the English language. 
progressing, advancing, improving will be like cutting butter. Why? Because you are in love and you have faith in yourself. And as you know, faith moves mountains. Disney English Baugan es un curso de inglés para niños entre 4 y 9 años, donde combinamos el método Baugan con la magia de Disney. Sigue siendo el método Baugan al 100%. No olvidemos que recoge todo el impulso de Club Junior, de la línea Junior de Baugan, que a lo largo del año forma y acompaña a miles de niños en el camino del aprendizaje del inglés. Por eso se sigue corrigiendo errores, hacemos que repitan todo, machacamos los puntos gramaticales, trabajamos la agilidad verbal con el toque mágico que siempre aporta Disney tenemos materiales para deberes pantallas interactivas, trabajamos con canciones que han sido diseñadas especialmente para aprender inglés los deberes están genial porque están disfrazados con cuentos canciones, pasatiempos ejercicios y un montón de cosas, si tenéis hijos entre 4 y 9 años les esperamos en todos los centros Baugan Puedes consultarlos en grupobaugan.com Y no te olvides que la formación continúa con el Club Junior y todas las ofertas de formación de la línea Junior de Baugan. ¿Quieres aprender inglés a tu propio ritmo y según tu horario? Baugan tiene la solución perfecta para ti. Con las clases particulares online de Baugan, disfrutarás de la máxima flexibilidad de tu aprendizaje de inglés. Tú eliges... ¿Prefieres centrarte en la conversación o en la gramática? No hay problema. Con Baugan puedes seleccionar la modalidad que más te convenga. Y no solo eso, sino que también tienes completa libertad para elegir el día, la hora y la duración de tus clases. ¿Solo tienes 25 minutos? Perfecto. En Baugan nos adaptamos a ti. No dejes que tu apretada agenda te impida alcanzar tus metas en inglés. Con las clases particulares online de Baugan, el poder de aprender está en tus manos. Visita grupobaugan.com hoy mismo y descubre cómo nuestras clases particulares pueden transformar tu forma de aprender inglés. Baugan, flexibilidad y calidad en la enseñanza del inglés a tu medida. didn't go anywhere and before the break as I was saying I was uh, sharing with you some of the things that I know about nutrition and things that we can remember in our daily lives to try to eat as best as possible I understand that maybe for some of you this is not something important but I like to talk about it because I want you to realize how important it is I know that it's not something that we pay a lot of attention to and You know, when you go to the doctor, they don't really talk about this and it's not something that is prioritized in our society. I mean, it's something that we all know. We all know that we have to eat healthy, but it's not something that people talk about all the time or people share recommendations with each other. It's not, maybe that's my impression, but I hope that this 
helps you to realize how much how many benefits you can actually find if you try to eat as healthy as possible. And again, it doesn't have to be something obsessive. It doesn't have to be something super strict. You can eat your favorite foods sporadically. You can go out for lunch and eat whatever you want. And that's okay, right? It's about just being a little bit aware of it and thinking, okay, well, knowing what you're putting into your body. And if one day you put something that is not the best in your body, then you can compensate the next day and say, okay, today I'm going to eat loads of healthy foods and nutrients because I need, my body needs those nutrients. And the thing is, another big mistake that we make is that imagine you go out for lunch and you eat, um, you know, a very unhealthy lunch and you eat a lot and you eat loads of sweets and, and things with a lot of fat, etc. What people think is that the compensation should be, oh yeah, so I'm not going to eat for two days or I'm going to eat just an apple for two days. Well, that's not the best remedy. <laughs> not eating is not going to compensate those foods that you ate. I mean, yeah, of course it can, it can be something, um, you know, necessary in some cases if, if you feel a little bit too heavy and you feel like you're not hungry anymore, but you are going to be hungry, uh, the next two days. So just make sure that you are compensating not the amount of food, but the nutrients that you need to eat. Uh, it's about looking at it from, a nutritious point of view and not a quantitative point of view, which is another big mistake that we make. Because again, the only reason why we really talk about nutrition is always related to the way you look and how much you weigh. And we forget about all of the secondary effects, all of the side effects that the food that you consume can have. Because maybe you don't gain weight, maybe you look fantastic, but maybe you're eating very unhealthy. So very often it's completely unrelated. For example, my my partner, he is naturally a very fit person. So it's the kind of person that people say, oh my God, for example, my dad, my dad gains weight very easily. <laughs> he's very chubby. So my dad, he's always like, oh my God, you're so lucky because it doesn't matter what you eat. You're always going to look fantastic. And I said, yeah, it is lucky in that aspect, but it is kind of a lucky in a different way because if your body doesn't show the way that you're eating, you can be eating really unhealthy and you don't have any signs that tell you, hey, be careful, you're eating too unhealthy because, you know, you're seeing it reflected on your body. So I think it's a double-edged sword in this way. Es un poco un arma de doble filo en este, en este sentido. So, yeah, I think, I think we should remember that looking good is not the priority. And that's something that I always try to say as well, because it, it, it is not the priority. I'm really sorry, but your health is much more important than the way you look. And going back to my recommendations for things that you can eat, again, I'm not an expert, but if you want to eat healthy in an easy way without spending too much time, well, I always say, guys, first of all, 
you have to know how to cook something. You don't have to be an excellent chef, but you have to know the basics. And there's so many tutorials on the internet where you can learn so much and just the most basic things without having to be a super skilled chef. You don't have to use the knife in a great way. You don't have to use um, crazy techniques. You just have to know the basic, the basic things, right? What do I need to cook first? How do I make this? What do, how do I cook this food in particular? What are the possibilities that I have with this particular food? Things like that, right? And that's something that you start learning little by little. You don't learn overnight. And if you just focus a little bit on that, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that you're going to learn so much. But going back to, for example, knowing how to use the knife very well, actually, that is something that can save you a lot of time. <laughs> Learning how to chop vegetables. If you practice, honestly, you're going to do it so much faster. And I see that in my case, for example, I used to waste so much time chopping vegetables because I didn't know how to do it with the right technique. But now that I have the technique, I can do it so much faster and it has made a difference in the time that I spend cooking, for example. But just to give you some ideas, if you have the basics of cooking or as I said, you can look for tutorials on YouTube and you'll find all the necessary information. Super easy. Things that I try to do. I try to eat a lot of legumes during the week. This is something that can be extremely, extremely nutritious and it can be a great lunch. In my case, I always have them for lunch because I exercise in the afternoon, so I need the most energy in the evening. And I don't like to eat a very heavy dinner. So I prefer to eat that at lunch. But for example, if you eat di dinner quite early, if you want to, you can eat something heavier for dinner because you have enough hours to digest all of the food before you go to bed. But personally, I like to eat um, a heavy food, heavy meal, sorry, for lunch. So something like a stew, como un guiso, a legume stew uh, with chickpeas or lentils or beans. I love that. They are very, very high in fiber. And if you eat them combined with rice, you will consume a, f a complete protein. Now, when I say complete protein, guys, just to give you a little explanation, protein is basically a chain of amino acids. And there are plenty amino acids. I think, if I remember correctly, there are 12 amino acids and then eight of them are essential amino acids, which means that we don't produce them, so we need to consume them. Now, depending on the food, some foods can have different amino acids, but if they have all the essential amino acids, they are considered to be a complete protein. So some foods, they have protein, but they are not a complete protein because they don't have the complete chain of amino acids. So in the case of legumes, if you eat them by themselves, they have high levels of protein, but they're not a complete protein. But if you combine them with rice when you eat them, 
they become a complete protein. That's why, you know, things like food combinations are also very, very beneficial to know because you can have a complete meal with all of the nutritional elements that you can receive from that meal. So that's some of my favorite uh, lunches to eat. So legumes for lunch. Also, I make sure that I eat most of my carbohydrates for lunch. So for example, if I decide to eat pasta, what I do is I eat a big plate of pasta and then for the sauce, that's where I put my nutrients. So there are so many sauces that you can make for your pasta where you can include loads of vegetables in so that you're eating the pasta, but you're also eating um all of the minerals, for example, that you can consume from plants. So you can make a sauce with pumpkin, you can make a sauce with vegetables, you can make a sauce with avocado. There's so many options if you look for a vegetable pasta sauce. It's a fantastic way to eat your pasta and eat it in a very, very healthy way with the most nutritious value possible. Now, if you eat your pasta with just tomato, it's something that I do sometimes because I love it. I think there's something so delicious about plain pasta with tomato, but you're not receiving as much nutritional value as with a sauce that contains some vegetables and and some other ingredients that can be more varied for your meal. So yeah, those are the foods that I try to eat for lunch. They're super easy to make. When it comes to stews, lo que se refiere a risos, you can cook them. You can make a big batch of that stew. Puedes hacer un, un, una gran ración de, del guiso. And then you can cook it on the weekend and eat it throughout the week. So every time that I make something like that, a very good piece of advice that I can give you is make extra on purpose. So in my case, I only cook for two people, but I always make extra because I know that that's going to save me another day of cooking and I will have lunch for another day during the week. So it's something that I try to do on purpose because it really, really helps and it saves me a lot of time. So I try to do it that way. And as I said, foods for lunch that have high contents of carbohydrates and fiber are usually my way to go. So highly recommend. And then, as I said, for dinner, I love to, I think I shared this with you. I love to include the majority of my protein for dinner. So I like to eat things like tofu in my case, for example, I love tofu. We love tofu in my house. So, um, we love to use it in wraps or sandwiches or, Maybe some rice with tofu as a side dish, como una guarnición. So we love to use um, tofu for, for dinner or any other kind of protein. So remember, you don't have to worry too much about it if you don't want to be especially athletic. In our case, we, we love to do exercise and we love to be very strong. So uh, that's why we pay more attention to, to this. But if that's not the case, just make sure that you eat enough every single day, just a little bit, and it's going to be super easy to do. So don't worry too much about it. Now, another thing that I also think can be problematic for some people is snacking. Now, 
I know that there are many people that say, oh no, you shouldn't eat in between meals or maybe you should eat in between meals and, and eat smaller portions throughout the day. There are many, many um, theories about this. Now, in my case, my mentality is quite simple when it comes to this. I think for me during the day, I try to listen to my body. And if my body is particularly hungry, there is a reason for that, especially if you're a woman, if you're listening and you're a woman, remember that depending on where you are on your cycle, you're going to be more hungry some days than others. Some days you're not going to have a big appetite. Some days you're constantly going to be hungry because your body is working extra. Your hormones need the calories. We need the necessary nutrients. So there is a reason why you're feeling particularly hungry. Now, the problem is that when we are feeling hungry, what we do is we go for all the unhealthy food. So when we snack during the day, usually those snacks tend to be quite unhealthy. And that's when it becomes a problem. But if you try to make sure that you are allowing yourself to eat when you're hungry, permitiéndote comer cuando tienes hambre, which is the normal thing, of course, not in crazy amounts, Make sure that those snacks that you eat are as healthy as possible. So for me, some of my favorites, and I know this is going to sound super boring, but honestly, for me, this is delicious. And it is, I always buy hummus. I love hummus, which is extremely good for you, extremely high in fiber, high in protein, amazing. And I like to buy different types, so with different flavors. And if not, you can make it yourself. I am very lazy and I never make it because I like the ones that I get from the store, but you can make it yourself, of course. And I love to use, um, to eat it with vegetables, particularly carrots. So I cut, I chop some carrots and I eat them with hummus and that combination for me is the best. Now eating something like tomato on toast can be a great snack. Fruit, that's always my recommendation. And I know that there are people that say, oh no, fruit, no, some some nutritionists nowadays they say that no, it's not healthy to eat fruit. It is healthy to eat fruit. Okay guys. It is an essential food for us. We come from monkeys and what do monkeys eat? They eat fruit. We have eaten fruit during our entire evolution. So we have to eat fruit. It is healthy for us. The problem is when we eat fruit without, when we don't eat whole fruit, cuando no comemos la, la fruta entera, we need to eat the whole fruit so that we make sure that we're eating all of the fiber with all of the glucose, with all of the fructose in this case, so that we absorb the glucose in the best way possible, in a healthy way without altering our sugar absor absorption. Sin que alteremos nuestra absorción de azúcar. So eating fruit is healthy. Okay, guys, and maybe you can argue with me. <laughs> And I, I'm sure that many people disagree, but based on the research that I have done, the most logical thing is that fruit is healthy. So that can be a great snack as well. So those are some of the examples of things that I try to follow. Again, be relaxed. Don't take it too seriously. I think when it becomes this horrible thing and it, and I'm sure that loads of you are listening and you're like, Oh my God, I need to, I need to start doing that. Oh my God. And you start getting overwhelmed by it. That's a mistake. Don't do that. Okay. This is just 
some recommendations that you can try in a relaxed way, easily. Don't take it too seriously. Make sure that you introduce healthy habits in a comfortable way so that they don't feel like an obligation and they become second nature to you. This is something so important if you want to have a sustainable, healthy lifestyle. Because if you say, for example, my mum always does this, right? She's like, oh my God, tomorrow I'm going to do this and this and this, and it's going to be, you know, so effective and it's going to be amazing. And I'm going to be so strict and I'm going to be so disciplined. And then she does that for like a week and then she stops because it's not realistic. It's not sustainable. So I always say, take it easy, be gentle with yourself. If you feel like you need to improve some aspects of your life, mentally, physically, do it in a slow, comfortable way. Because that's the, that's the way that you're going to make sure that that habit can actually be sustainable and can be realistic and you can do it in a comfortable, easy way, which is what we want, right? We don't want our lives to be this suffering, um, you know, task that we're doing every day. And this is usually the reaction that I get, right? Some, sometimes when I speak about this with my friends, they're like, oh, you know, like, oh my God, that's so much. Like, I don't, I, I'm not able to do that because The first reaction is, that's so difficult, it must be, but it's not something that I have done overnight. I started getting interested in this uh, many years ago and I started doing little things and you see the effects and you see that it's not that difficult and then you introduce another thing and then you introduce another thing and then maybe that thing doesn't work and you change it and maybe you try different things. So it's about having fun with it uh, making sure that you do it because you want to do it, because it's fun for you, it's necessary for you, it's important for you, it's a priority for you. Making sure that your motivation is always the right one. And in my opinion, your motivation should be, I want to find my happy, healthy life. And that's why focusing on your mental health and your on your physical health can cover those two things. So your happiness is going to come from doing the necessary work mentally and internally. And then your physical health is going to come from introducing habits that can improve your life and can add positive value to your life. So it's a combination of everything and it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It can be a little bit out of time. You don't have to have the perfect lifestyle. If you want to do some unhealthy things, that's perfect. I do many unhealthy things, believe it or not. And, you know, I don't have the the perfect healthy life, but it's something that it's still my priority. So most of the time I live quite a healthy life, which is perfect for me. It's more than enough for me. It's what I want. And I always give myself permission to be human and to be imperfect and to do whatever I want when it's necessary. And the the beauty of this is that I'm doing whatever I want, because it feels so natural and so easy now that it doesn't feel like an obligation. It's something that I enjoy doing. So I think, again, changing that narrative, changing that mentality, when we talk about health and different positive habits can be so, so, so 
can make such a big difference because in our head it's going to feel like this thing that we do for fun instead of this thing that we do because we are because it's mandatory because it's um it's forced upon us porque está for, porque se nos fuerza hacerlo it really does make a difference so this is basically the reason why I love to talk this to talk about this on the show because maybe it can give you a little positive inspiration um in a in a good way without feeling guilty and without feeling pressured to do anything i never want you to feel guilty or pressured i just want you to feel inspired and motivated to improve your life because that's what you deserve and you deserve to treat yourself in the best way possible and to try to treat yourself exactly how you want to treat yourself not because somebody is telling you to do that but because you want to do that genuinely want to do that porque genuinamente quieres hacerlo so i hope that you can feel this in some way or another or maybe not it doesn't matter <laughs> anyway guys we have to play the banger of the day and today i have a song for you which I think you're really going to like, I think. Again, it's going to be by Aurora. I'm really sorry. She's fantastic. She's one of my favorite singers in the world. And this is called The Secret Garden. I hope you like it.
Okay, everyone, that's it for the show of the day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found it useful or entertaining. As always, thank you so much for all of your support and all of your lovely messages. I hope you have a great Monday. I send you all of my love and all of my light. Have a good day and a good life. Tus hijos no saben que les encanta el inglés hasta que los traigas a Baugan. Tus hijos van a descubrir que el inglés es su asignatura favorita gracias a los cursos intensivos de nuestra línea junior. ¿Por qué? Porque nuestras clases no son clases de academia al uso, nada de ejercicios aburridos. Las clases de Baugan para niños son clases divertidas en las que hablan inglés todo el rato y además lo pasan de maravilla. Apúntales a unas clases de inglés que les encantarán. Apúntalos a los intensivos de Baugan. Junior. Más información en el 911335832 o en grupobaugan.com. La verdad que ha sido una experiencia increíble, sobre todo, bueno, eh, las personas de ceremonias, tanto Carmen como Carlota, el feedback que hemos tenido con ellas, eh, luego el buen ambiente que hemos tenido con todos los grupos, tanto las personas anglosajonas.